It's not getting back to what you used to do. It's about developing something new in this new environment that hopefully you can take with you into Mm -hmm. when we're done with this, because so many people have been feeling stuck. And a lot of it is because people want to get back to the comfort. Well, what if the regular routine was actually the reason why you were feeling stuck and that you need something new? What a great time to create something or to find something new. Welcome to the Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. (laughs) And doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. Yeah, all of the stuff. (laughs) So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. Hey guys, welcome back to the Push Podcast. I'm Janelle. And I'm Eddie. What's up? What's up? What's up? And that commercial was up? What's up? What's up? What's up? No. No, was it? I'm thinking Beyonce. No, it was like a... Uh, 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 Yeah, that's what I'm whatever it was. I don't know. We're not on the same page, clearly. (laughs) So uh welcome back to the Push Podcast. If you're new, hey, what's happening? Shout out to you. You found us somehow, some way. Uh we're thankful to have you here. And we're gonna dive into this episode. And in February, we did an episode called What in the World? (laughs) What in the world? Because that's my husband's go-to phrase for when something's uncomfortable or awkward or just strange to him. He says, what in the world? <laughs> it's Very inquisitively. It's usually to d- describe something I cannot understand. Right. Something bizarre has happened and I kind of go, what in the world? But I also have those moments just by myself. Yeah, but we are like weirdo magnets is really what our <laughs> our family just attracts a bunch of weird stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to do an episode It's kind of a what in the world, but it's also going to be about the new normal. And with everything going on, I think it's important for us to kind of talk about that without this being a coronavirus episode, right? Right. So do you want to start your what in the world? This is like your strange stuff that you're kind of experiencing right now. Absolutely. But really quick, we didn't say what episode this was. I mean, it doesn't matter at this point, but (laughs) hey, guys, this is episode number 33. I just got fact checked. Um, Episode number 33. Absolutely. So since everything has kind of gone, it's probably better. We don't say what episode this is. And I don't even know if people care or think about it or they say, well, that's not what it said. And if we wanted to change the order, but whatever you called me out, it's episode number 33. It used to be a really big deal to you now. I know, but follow my lead. Come on, bro. (laughs) So what in the world are you doing? So um, right now it's one of those weird things, right? Because we're all self, what is it called? Placed in or sheltered in place. This is a quarantine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sheltered in place is the actual stay home. Hashtag stay home. That we're using right now. So mm-hmm. stay at home. Although there are times we have to go out. We got to go to the grocery mm-hmm. store. We got to go all these different places. So my what in the world is I don't know how not to contaminate myself. <laughs> like I'm trying my very best not oh to contaminate my myself. And it's one of those things where you just, you're, you're dead in the water no matter what. So I'll go to the grocery store, right? And I'll, maybe I'll have gloves on and mm-hmm. I'll have a mask on. And let's just say I buy something. I'm thinking, okay, I use Apple Pay, so I don't have to touch anything. Okay. But then the the machine wants you to push, in, you know, like, okay. Okay. Right? And so uh-huh. then I'm like, okay, 
I pushed okay. And then I like, I got Corona on my fingertip. Right. And so now. But you have gloves on. You're talking about when you don't have gloves on. Either way. Uh, you've already at this point touched the grocery cart. You've touched yeah. all of the items that you've put in your right. cart. Why do you care about a pay button? Because that is a place where I know for sure someone recently just pushed that button. Oh. It's not like you buy, you get your groceries and, you know, no one's just like handled your cookies before you <laughs> you go buy the cookies. Or Well, the carts <laughs> scream death to me right now. Well, they're cleaning them. Like yeah, everywhere but, I've gone I mean, to, really? Yeah, I don't everywhere know. I've gone to, they're cleaning them and say, here you go. And I'm like, okay, perfect. Even like me and Jordan went to 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. There's no cart. I just went, we grabbed some water, uh-huh. right, from the you refrigerator. You got to open the refrigerator gotta, door. Yeah, well, we we did that successfully, like using our shirt, uh-huh. right? You opened the door to get into 7-Eleven. You used your shirt, right? Mm-hmm. Now Corona's on your shirt. Everywhere. Then you open the door to the what refrigerator to get the water. <laughs> what then, do you do? Then the person that had Corona before you that needed to stay hydrated put it back because they <laughs> oh, left God. their money at home. No. Right? So now you have Corona because you got the water bottle. You take it over to the 7-Eleven guy. You hand him what? You're trying to use your yeah, Apple so Pay then, and you like, don't want to hit the green these waters button. and I'm like thinking to myself, okay, maybe, you know, we are the only... So that didn't happen because the water didn't have any fingerprints on it because it's cold. You How do you... Because okay. you just saw the little frost, you know, impre- impressions you of You literally don't know that, but okay. Go yeah, ahead. Okay, well, okay. it looked like it was untouched. Got okay? it, okay. Uh, we bought three waters. At least two of the waters were not touched because they were behind <laughs> the, the, the first one, right? And so then we go back and I'm like, okay, we've just touched the door. We've just touched the keypad. Mm-hmm. We just touched the door again to leave. We right. just touched the door to the, you know, back to the bakery because we right. were going back to the bakery. And so then we handed them out. And so then we spread it, whatever right. we brought back to us, to everyone else. And then I'm like, oh, wash your hand, Jordan. This like, <laughs> <laughs> is like you wash your hands. It's like, okay, maybe you're okay now. But, but now, now you just handed somebody a bottle of Corona water. So I just cannot. And everywhere I go, I find myself trapped. Either I've touched my phone, I've touched my steering wheel, mm-hmm. I've touched something. Okay. And so the reason why Let I me freaked me out, because some... oh. I watched this video where the person was like, Look at all the places you touched and you uh-huh. didn't even realize it. And like they used like the infrared lights. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, we're screwed. Yeah. Like, for what do you sure. do? So, so, what in the world do I do? So, first of all, this all stemmed from this morning. We went to the grocery store and we had one pair of gloves. And I said, I'll take one for the team. <laughs> so, I put the gloves on, right? And I said, whatever you do, don't touch anything. So, we go up to the carts and he goes to try to grab the cart for me because he's a gentleman. I was like, don't touch it. No, you pointed so, at the cart. Like, yeah, oh. I pointed at the cart ahead because I wanted to get that one that was just sitting by itself. But I think you thought that I meant you should get that. Well, Anyways. You, let me ask you, if you were by yourself, would you point at the cart? Well, I was with you. Anyways. She tried to set me up. I did not. I was telling you not to touch anything. So we go in. And it, do you guys know he's like a two-year-old, like wanting to pick up cookies, <laughs> wanted to open the refrigerator handle to look at the garlic bread, like whatever it was. You were like, oh, I want to get tater tots, right? Yeah. I was like, don't touch. <laughs> so I've got the gloves on. So I, I get all the stuff, right? And then he tries to unload my cart at the checkout. And I'm like, don't touch it. I got it. You yeah, just sit there. Right? He literally habits. could not like stop. I just put my hands in my pocket. That's what you needed to do, fool. So and then, then I had to wait. Pay. So then I said, okay, do you, I asked you before we went in, do you have money? Do you, so he pays with Apple pay. And then he looks at me so perplexed because even though he's paying with his Apple pay and he doesn't have to touch anything, it's prompting him to push the green button. So he's like, honey, 
you got to push the button for me. <laughs> so I push the button for him. We leave. I push the cart out. We yeah. load the groceries. And then as soon as we're done, I take my gloves off, put them in the back of the car, get into my car. Boom. There's no Corona yeah. in my car. And then, right? So then I realized when we got home, what did I do? I helped you unload the groceries. <laughs> Well, right. there's no way to, I guess, fully avoid it is yeah. what you're saying. So, so I'm I saying mean, this whole is, thing is, is either way you're contaminated. You're screwed. We're screwed no matter oh what. Oh, my God. So you're ridiculous. my what in the world is I cannot, like, not contaminate myself. And I, so I Jordan like, overhears this talking about this. She goes, I have seen him, like, <laughs> battle this inner dilemma, like, so many times since this whole thing started. He's, like, looking so confused. And then he looks at me. This is Jordan talking. <laughs> And she's like, Dad, it's okay. Like, seriously. It's not okay. Well, okay. I'm trying to be safe. Now right? you have Corona. Everybody's saying being safe, and I'm trying to be safe, but there's no way to be safe. Oh, my you're, God. You're going to catch yourself either way. Can and I so just the other tell day, you? like, I wiped my phone down and everything, and I was uh-huh. just like, wait, I you wiped my to phone start down. Over? Yeah, like, I wiped my phone mm-hmm. down and everything like that. I washed my hands, and then I touched the knob of the sink, and I'm like, Knob on whose sink? On Our sink. home sink? No, the sink at the, the bakery. I was just like, oh, man, dang. What? Nobody's even in the bakery except for us. Yeah, I don't know what's on your fingertips. Oh, God, this is too much. Okay, <laughs> moving on. I want to talk about my what in the world, which is how businesses are doing business right now. Some of the businesses, I'm just going to be honest, are pissing me off. And not like small businesses. I I think it's important for people to know, like some small businesses are closed. For example, our favorite freaking donut shop is closed. Well, I want some donuts during the quarantine, right? And I know lots of other people do. So shout out to Upland Donuts. It's one of our favorite donut shops. We drive 20 minutes to go get donuts and they haven't been answering their phones since this whole thing started. But we decided today that we'd drive out there just to see if maybe they just don't. Eddie goes, they're just busy making donuts. They yeah. don't answer their phone. Yeah. Like if you've ever been in there, they're busy. They're yeah, not they like don't, messing around. I've never seen them on a phone. Yeah, I don't like, think they're taking this is a phone donut. Yeah. <laughs> How can we help you? So, yeah, no, so anyways, we drive over there. They're closed. And although it's disappointing, it's like, oh, well, you know what? You don't know their situation. I said they have they maybe lost a family member to the virus yeah. and they decided for their own safety and sanity they needed to be closed. So I respect that. Like it doesn't matter to me if you're open, if you're closed, whatever. Here's what matters to me though. If you're what I would consider essential, a bakery, just so you know, is not essential, a donut shop, non-essential, right? But if you're essential, meaning you're a distributor or a supplier of food items, let's say my dairy company, let's just, I'm just going to call it out, Cisco, okay? Oh, wow. Cisco is the company that I buy baked goods, not baked goods from, but I would buy my sanitization stuff. I get toilet paper from them. I get flour, sugar, just different things. Yeah, they provide for a lot of- For everything. They're nationwide, right? And so this is a huge company. So I go the other day and- First of all, they were like, well, right now we need you to send us a cashier's check. Like we need to take a picture front and back of a cashier's check. We need it on a black background, all four corners of the front and the back of the check. It was just super extra. Yeah. So I was like, wait a second. I'm having a tough time understanding why I can't just place a will call order. Like, first of all, and they said, well, will calls designed between certain hours. Right. But. We'll go ahead and make that happen for you. And if you wanted to do a delivery, which is what I wanted, the increase, it's now been increased minimum to like $1,700. 
now's not the time for you to be increasing your minimum. I think that that's ridiculous. Did they explain why? No, I think it's like, okay, well, maybe we don't want to send our delivery drivers Is out there. But like, now's the time where small businesses in particular, all businesses, they need you to just deliver it. Put it on my porch, put it in the back door, wherever, but deliver it, right? Yeah. So now I got to go to Will Call. Totally fine. I had to get a cashier's check. They said cashier's check very specifically because apparently they couldn't access my account for some reason. So I was like, by the way, guys, my total was $147. So I had to get a $8 <laughs> cashier's check when I could have got a money order for two bucks. But the, so it was just like all this yeah, weird, it just pissed it me off, right? Can I just say any place that does not have the access to pay online drives me crazy like it's, like, it's, it's 2020 like, like come what on, are people. you doing where do i go online to click a button i just i, I want to just click a button and it'd be done but what i would say to that story which makes me think because i know you have more to go on that but it makes me think like a, a company like that is passing their their losses over to you meaning right. like so many businesses are closed, so mm-hmm. they have less routes mm-hmm. possibly, and so they're seeing less re- revenue. So, so get saying, resourceful and take more like minimum orders. So by the way, gas is super cheap right now. Also, yeah. your drivers really want jobs. So figure out a way to get people what they need, right? Yeah. Okay, so anyways, I go to Will Call and I pull into the parking lot and he was like, um, have you been in contact with anyone with the coronavirus? Asked me like 14 <laughs> questions. I'm like, bro, no. I mean, like, how would you know (laughs) how would i know this right and he's like can i take your temperature okay this just got real so he takes my temperature i get my stuff they were pretty rude about it whatever i got my stuff now next day i need to order some stuff from another company called dpi dpi pissed me off here's why i'm trying to call customer service nobody is answering so and then it's like a voice prompted message right if you're calling about accounts receivable or you need an extension press three well everyone's probably pressing three not gonna press that right so everything on their menu the verbal menu had been changed to basically if you don't want to pay us press one through seven right and then i was just like where's regular customer service so i hit like eight let's say never got anyone to answer the phone. So I couldn't even get through to anyone. Maybe they downgraded or downsized, like maybe people lost jobs, I get it. But there are still a lot of food establishments that need food. I need food items, right? So I contact them, finally I go through like a rep and that was a nightmare. And she says, same thing, like we can't access your account right now for some reason. Okay, what the hell? (laughs) Their minimum order had gone up and they are not doing will call. So you mean to tell me I can't even get the stuff that I need? So it pissed me off because it was just like, companies need to be taking my money right now. If I want to spend money with you and I'm a small business trying to fight for my business, I'm trying to make do with what I have or, you know, make my resources kind of stretch. I need you to make an exception for me to come and pick up something if it's $150 or $300. Now's not the time to increase your minimum order, right? Right. So then I'm prepping for this huge order and I I run out of crinkle paper and I'm like, okay, well, great. I'm going to call Uline, another company. I need some crinkle paper. And I'm already, I've got this nasty taste in my mouth now because for two days, these companies, these big companies have pissed me off. Uline's a big company too. So I call them and they were so pleasant. I Mm -hmm. like first thing, hi, thank you for calling Uline. This looks like this is Janelle Copeland calling from the Cake Mamas. Well, hello to you. Yeah. I said, I just want to thank you, Dan, for answering the phone so nice today. Thanks. I said, I'm calling to see if I could get a will call order. He goes, we can have it ready for you in 30 minutes. Um, yes, thank you. Okay. 
So the point is, yeah, is awesome. what I want to say, my what in the world is, is if you're making it really difficult for people to shop with you right now, think about meeting people where they're at right now. Like lots of small businesses are trying to figure out right now how to let you order online. Why? Because we don't have staff for you to call and like place orders, right? And so we're trying to meet you where you are, be at the comfort of your own yeah. home. Let us deliver. Come pick it up. No contact delivery, no contact pickup, whatever. But I just feel like some of these companies are not thinking about meeting their customers where they're at right now. Right. And those larger companies that are increasing their minimums to me, it's just like that's the wrong thing for you to do because let's just say my uh, Cisco rep said we laid off half of our department. Well, maybe you wouldn't have to lay them off if you took more freaking orders. Yeah. That's just, I don't know. It just pissed no, me off. But what I love about that story is. And maybe like, that was like, too like, long. Sorry. No, what I love about that story is that in this time, during this time of disruption, during this time of, you know, crisis, like you will always remember those companies that raise their standards in the customer service and mm -hmm. the level of resources yep. they're providing for people. Like they answered the phone. They yep. still kept, even though they, their business may be struggling because of all this stuff, right. but they're able to continue to even maybe even step it up a little bit, offer more for a customer like you. It's almost like how we interact with as people. Like during this time, you will remember the people that even though they are struggling themselves, yep. still showed up for you, yeah. still came out and helped and still like did things for you above and beyond. Like that is something that's, remem yeah. that's memorable. That's what sets you apart. And I think we'll always remember, okay, you line, mm -hmm. when you need them most, they're yeah. going to be there. They're going to answer the phone. They're going to use your name. Yep. And you're going to know that Cisco, okay, when things got tough, wow, that they- They made they, me get a cashier they you get a, They made me like jump through hurdles stuff. and all these different things. Yeah, like, take my damn for, credit For all you guys card. listening, I hope you guys are really realizing that like, like those are the things that when you talk about like supporting different businesses or maybe even just like meaningful relationships that you have, like remembering those friends and those family members that during this time they called you mm -hmm. and they just checked on you. They yeah. said, how are you doing? Like those things I think are are meaningful and, they, and they're important, especially yep. during this time. Okay. Which is a good segue. So we had lots of friends and family working within a six to 10 foot distance this week to kind of help me out with some stuff in the bakery. Cause again, I have no staff and we're still trying to show up for our customers and create some stuff, right? So we were talking, you know, of course, my friends that I'm interacting with, I'm like, how are your parents? And, you know, like, what's going on with you? A lot of them were like, my parents are really struggling. Like, if you're over 60, uh, I want to send you some love right now because I think you're struggling, right? Maybe you're lonely. Yeah. The lack of interaction with your family, you probably are not using a lot of technology. You can get on Zoom, you can FaceTime but they're missing the in-person contact, right? So yeah. lots of the elderly people that I was talking about or of speaking of this week, they were really sad, like just mm -hmm. crying and just not really understanding. So my grandma, if you're listening, Grandma Cora, I talked to her last week and I told her, basically yelled at her and said, you cannot be around your grandkids. They're like little poisonous Corona carriers, right? Mm -hmm. And you're not going to know until you get sick. And this is going to attack, like everybody in your generation needs to be really on the lookout for this. And I need you to take it seriously. So I kind of scared her a little, which she needed to be because she wasn't taking it really seriously, right. which is insane to me because what we were talking about with my friends was they're the ones sitting at home watching the news all damn day. <laughs> like you are literally more in the know about this than anyone on the planet right mm -hmm. now. 
the baby boomers and the silence, right? Right. You're sitting at home educating yourself on the news all damn day long, but you're also the ones that are like, I'm sad and I miss my grandkids, so I'm just going to go see them. Like, right. that's not okay, right? Yeah. So that was last week. I talked to my grandma. I know she was upset about it. I know she was sad. So this morning I call her. And she said, I'm really sad. You know, she started crying. And I said, okay, let's talk about all the beautiful things that are happening because of this. And I told her that I had bought a couple of grocery items for the elderly guy behind us today in the grocery store. And she goes, honey, that's so sweet. Nobody ever paid attention to the old people before this, right? But I've been seeing it so much. And I said, see, that's a blessing, right? I said, look at you. You got makeup on. She goes, oh, well, I'm trying to keep myself normal. I love that, right? So she looked really good when I had visited her recently. We bought some makeup and did her eyebrows. And she was like, look at me. I'm keeping it up. So she found joy in that, Mm -hmm. right? I said, I'm proud of you for not just sitting in a house robe and like not doing anything. She was saying, yeah, I like to sit outside when it's sunny and get my vitamin D. So she was giving me a laundry list of all of the things that she did like. And I said, I love that. Are you around, you know, your grandkids right now, the little ones? And she goes, nope, I don't let them in the house. (laughs) And I was like, wow, I'm really proud of you. But she started crying Mm. and she said, but it hurts me and I miss them. And I was like, grandma, this is a temporary thing. You know, you're not the only one going through this. The whole world is going through it. I said, could you imagine if it was just you? Then I would let you cry because that would be like jail. You're like in solitary confinement, Right. right? But it's everyone. She goes, I know we're in it together. And so we started talking and I said, well, what do you think, like, what's good about this? And she said, well, I'll tell you the reason I started taking it seriously is because people, um, the morgues are rejecting bodies. Like they Mm. can't take any more people. People are dying. She said, the worst thing I could do right now is put my family in a situation where they have to, they're not able to visit me at a hospital if I get sick or to grieve my death if I die. She said, that's the worst thing I could do for my family right now is put myself in a situation where I could get sick. And I said, I am so proud of you. Like, that's just so thoughtful, right? It it is. And I think the selflessness in that is so important because I think we have seen people, it's like a what in the world, people who are very selfish Mm -hmm. during this time. And I think we've talked about it before. And then now, like, I think people are getting to this place where they say, it's not about me. Like, Mm -hmm. they're realizing it. And it's humans are so interesting because we were talking about this in the car Mm -hmm. where we adapt really quickly when we need to adapt. You guys, five days ago, the (laughs) the governor mandated that we all wear masks. You have to wear masks. So now it's an eyes only society. Within (laughs) five days, literally within five days, do you know how many businesses have pivoted and now they make face masks, right? So we went from not having any face masks to a friend dropping off five to people scrounging for elastic and uh, fabric. And now we've got about 25 face masks that we're just giving to employees and like, you know, sharing with people. And just like that, businesses have been born and people are adapting. So here we are out on a Sunday today shopping and the whole world had on face masks. And I was like, God, I'm so proud of us humans right now. Like we just adapt so well though, you know? And, we, and now you just, the problem is, is like, I don't know if you're smiling at me or if you're frowning at me or if you, what are you doing under well, that mask? Well, that's the only thing, depending <laughs> on how long we wear these, because I smile at everyone and yeah. I feel like they don't even see it. You just eyes only. Yeah, just so like, if I get in the habit of just telling myself, oh, it doesn't matter if I smile at them, they can't see me anyways, then I'll be a bitch after this yeah, is over, right? Yeah. 
Well, and it's interesting because I think right now we're seeing three types of people, but mostly I think people have adapted. But you still have people that are resisting. And then you have people that like transform things, right? Mm-hmm. And so like they take this situation and they create something new, they create something special, they create something outstanding. Like I have seen so many different like innovations around like one guy had an ad that said, this is not a face mask, this is a face shield. And I was like, a shield? How do I order this oh shield? Oh my God, <laughs> like, you were just stuck by that one Yeah, word. I was like, he. but that's the kind of thing that we're looking at that people will find ways to... I don't want to say capitalize because I think that that can come across the, the wrong way. But I think people are going to fulfill a need during mm-hmm. this time that is going to be special, that's going to be unique, that's going to be meaningful for a long time to come. And it's just it's just an interesting thing. And so besides like the realness of all this, obviously, you know, we have people that are really sick. We have people that are, yeah. are dying, like all those things are very, very, very sad. Um, the light that's in this is that we're going to be able to see so many different people that were probably down on their luck, you know, didn't have any money at all and found that this was their opportunity to fulfill a need or do something special. And I know we're going to probably talk about this in an episode, but I think we so often people go, what's my purpose? What am I good at? Mm-hmm. And like right now, people are sitting at home going, rethinking their career, rethinking mm-hmm. their business and asking themselves, what am I good at? What do I like? What am I into? Uh, and they're going to find it. You yeah. know? And if they if they use the right techniques and the right things and they get themselves in, uh, exposed to different things, they're going to find something really, really special. But that's something that's really awesome. But what's crazy is back to the what in the world. Like, so we were trying to like this week, we, you know, we went back into the bakery and um, <laughs> we were having people sign on the sheet. Remember? Mm-hmm. And. So we have these pins that we sanitized and cleaned them off. You guys, the bucket says sanitized pens. Sanitized pens. And the bucket next to it says... Used pens. Yeah, used pens. So we're like, okay, okay, go ahead and sign your name here to verify. Take a pen from the sanitized bucket. Sign your name. And people were signing and then like... Tossing it right back in. Tossing it right back in the sanitized. And I was like, I look up at them and go, which pen did you use? They're like, I don't know. And I'm like... Well, you asked like three people, um, did you just put it back in there? And they were like, yeah. And you're like, which one did you use? And they're like, "Um, I don't know. All 37 of them look exactly the the same. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like the main thing we're trying to keep you safe. And he is like so paranoid, you guys, this inner dilemma. He's like, oh my God, she contaminated the whole thing. Which one? He goes, I'm going to grab this one. And I think it was this one. I'm like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, but we don't know how to act. We don't know how to act this. This, during this time. So um, I do want to touch a little bit on creating normalcy, though, right now. We had created a bunch of offers for our business to be able to serve the community for Easter. And I think that that was so important. And so many people came out to get, you know, whether it was cookie decorating kits or whatever it was that we offered. They were, one, so happy to support our business. And I just want to thank you so much for that. And number two, they were so happy to get an activity to bring home with their kids. And they were happy we were celebrating Easter and just creating some normalcy. And so I want to let you know that like now's the time to still try to create some normal, some normalcy within whatever you're doing in a day. So I had shared on social media like last week that there were three habits that completely destroy your productivity right now. And I just want to share them really quick and then ask you, like, what kind of new habits are you creating right now to create normalcy in your household? So number one, uh, as far as something that would destroy your productivity, not planning out your day or your week. 
Like if I know you might not have nowhere to go, <laughs> but let me just tell you, you need to be like my grandma. Like, hey, I'm going to wake up every day by 9 a.m. I'm going to still shower. I'm still going to eat breakfast. I'm still going to, you know, have my normal routine of putting makeup on, doing my hair so I can feel fresh, so I can feel a small sense of normalcy, right? Because I see so many memes right now that are like, oh, it's time to change out of my day PJs into my night PJs. I get that. That's fun for a couple of days. But can I tell you, like, that's going to ruin your sleep. Yeah. Like, that's going to ruin ruin so many things, right? You know, one of the things I think, as you were saying that we have kind of unconsciously done is in creating that new routine, we have treated our front room as like an office mm-hmm. that's like actually like leaving to go to work. Right. Like we actually get dressed mm-hmm. and like and we walk into this room mm-hmm. and we start working from in this room. Yep. Which I think is and you may not have separate rooms to do that, but mm-hmm. I think you have to create a space yep. that you say, okay, this is the space I do work in. Because what ends up happening is that you you don't stop working. Yeah. Right. Because you're at home and you just mm-hmm. kind of just keep working all day. And it runs into your right. nighttime time, your family time. And so I just want to challenge you, like plan out your day, your week. You know, that could be as simple as like, what are we going to eat this week? Like, let's just say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to cook or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're going to be up by 9 a.m. or whatever the case may be. Everyone has so many different variations of this, but it was interesting because my friend Vanessa said, you know, my kids are sleeping until like nine, 10 o'clock. And I was like, oh, my kids, if I let them would sleep until one. Right. <laughs> and she goes, I can't have them doing that because then they're up all night. And I'm just like, and her husband said, well, what's the point of waking them up, though? Like, what are they going to do? And I think it's just a matter of, well, I still want them to be on a schedule and I still want them to go to bed at a decent time. Yeah. So you've got to decide, you know, if you have small kids, keep them on a schedule. I know my sister Jessica has got her kid on a schedule. It's very strict. But you've got to keep yourself on a schedule. Number two, having no routine. Like you need to have some sort of what do we do on Mondays? What do we do in a given day? Right. So, for example, the kids, they have school from 8 a.m. to 4. Jordan and I do this thing where after 4 p.m., as soon as she's done with school, we get on the bikes, we leave. Like we're going, it's PE time now. It's time for you to just like, we have a little treat. We've driven to, we rode our bikes to like a juice place. We got some green juice. We're trying to choose healthy snacks, supporting small businesses. But every day after four, at four, you know, we go for a bike ride. She called me this week. I was working in the bakery and she goes, where are you? It's four. And I was like, oh, she wants to go bike riding. So create some sort of routine. Yeah. That should also include like working out and doing things to make sure that you're practicing good mental health. So meditation, yoga, just doing something that is going to be routine. If you normally work out, you should work out, right? Yeah. And this is important because many of you that obviously work away from the home, you don't realize how much you move mm-hmm. at your job. Oh God. Whether you, even if you have an office job, you move from off different mm-hmm. offices, the hallways, you're walking in and out yep. of work, you, mm-hmm. all those kind of things. And when you're at home, you may not realize that you're just not moving at all. Right. And Which so, leads me into number three, the bad habit of like sleeping, mm-hmm. sleep not being a great habit. Right. So I'll just be real with you guys. I haven't been able to sleep really well since this whole thing started. A lot of it is like my mind can't shut off. A lot of it is also like we're used to moving around and we're doing less movement. Right. Yeah. For the most part. And the kids, Jordan's kind of going through the same thing. And I said, you don't realize how many stairs you took when you were at school how long of a walk it was from the train station to, you know, your classes, whatever. So that means your body is telling you, hey, we 
haven't like exerted enough energy yet. Like we're not tired, (laughs) right? Like there's more to do. Yeah. And so you feel this sense of like, I can't turn it off because it feels like there's more to do. So those are just some quick tips I wanted to share to kind of help you create some normalcy. And then like, what is your new norm? My new norm is to check in on my neighbors. You know, Mm -hmm. the new norm is to make sure that we've got tons of fresh vegetables and they're not going bad. The new norm is to make do with kind of what we have, you know, like it's not so much about what do we feel like eating right now? It's like, what do we have that's available to us? Yeah. And I think we did a good job this past week with Mm -hmm. eating the foods that we have and not going to the grocery store to get fresh Mm -hmm. foods. And I think that like you start talking about the new normal, it's not what, what she's talking about is not about getting back to what you used to do. It's about developing something new in this new environment that hopefully you can take with you into Mm -hmm. when we're done with this, because So many people have been feeling stuck. And one of the episodes that we did was being stuck episode, which is our most popular episode. And a lot of it is because people want to get back to the comfort, Mm -hmm. right? They want to like, oh, I can't wait till this is over so I can get back to my regular routine. Well, what if the regular routine was actually the reason why you were feeling stuck? What if the regular routine was not allowing you to get the type of innovation that you wanted in your life or the type of relationships you wanted in life or the type of fitness health or or whatever it may be, and that you need something new? What a great time to create something or to to find something new. Yeah. So really great segue into uh, one of the girls today said, Sydney, her brother-in-law, he was like, man, babe, see, look, I really can save money. And they were like, fool, you're not saving money because you're doing it. Like you're actually doing something different. You're saving money because you literally can't go out and spend it. Like you can't go to a bar and have a couple of drinks. You can't. So that's one of those things where it leads me into kind of finances. I heard a podcast uh, this week with Dave Ramsey, the fit finance guy. And he said, the thing is, is like people get knocks on the door all the time. If you're having financial struggles, it's the door. Your finances are knocking on the door. Most people just ignore the knock, right? He said when recessions hit or pandemics like we're in right now, he said it's like you have to answer the door. So in that situation, like if you know your finances suck, then this is a really great time for you to see how much money you actually don't need to be spending, right? Right. Yeah. If you know that your health was all also in jeopardy, this is a great time for you to say, okay, well, maybe this, this is the knock that I needed. I better open this door. Can I work out in my backyard? Can I go up and down my stairs? Can I walk around my block? Whatever it may be. But think about what things were kind of plaguing you before this started. And how can you come out of this a better person? How can you create some routines around the things that were not really all that great to begin with and uh, create some new normalcy around things that are going to help you progress? And this is important. I want want you guys to hear this because I often talk about with with people I work with and, and some of our students, like there's a difference between like a passive learning and an intentional learning. Mm -hmm. Like if I set out to learn a language that's very intentional, that's very on purpose, I probably create a regiment, my practice will be different than a passive just picking up some, you know, Mm -hmm. words of Spanish here and there. there. But like like the example you gave with a young man who who said that, oh, I learned that I can, like if he just keeps, continues to take that passively, like, oh, I don't, I'm not spending any money and he, and he doesn't turn that into, oh, wow, 
I don't need much. Right. I realize that I may go yep. out too much and start yep. to look at, oh, let me develop a budget about the, around the fact that if I live this kind of lifestyle, not to say that you're going to quarantine yourself mm-hmm. for the rest of your life, but what if I took Cut some back. of this and I said, this is going to be my new budget mm-hmm. because I realized that I don't need to eat yeah. out all the time. I don't need to do that. So that's what his family was saying. Like yeah, you have was, to make it an intentional, yeah, purposeful thing for sure. that you write down, yep. that you create, because then it becomes a actual like progression and not just like well, happenstance. There's right? effort, right? right? It's so like, he is achieving this by happenstance, not effort. So his family <laughs> was like making fun of him, like, fool, you didn't do anything. Like you didn't change yeah. anything. You were forced to stay home and you were forced and you were told, no, you can't go out to a bar to have a couple of beers. Right. And then the next question should be from the family. So what did you learn about this and what will you continue to do when this is over? Mm -hmm. And then that will help him kind of put that into some practical place. Well, he just wanted some kudos. He was like, see, babe, I can save money. And she was like, you actually didn't do anything. Right. So we'll end on that note. What are you doing to create some normalcy Uh, with, you know, the current situation that we have going on right now and how can we get better at some of the things that may have been knocking down your door before that you just chose to not answer the door for. And uh, just be in better, more intentional practice of those things. When you listen to this episode, we want you to go and rate and review. But I want to see in your ratings like, what is your what in the world for your in your review? Like, Definitely what's what's the know. thing that you what's go? The biggest thing. Like, oh my god, I didn't realize that this was a problem. Or mm-hmm. like, like you think about we like all the things that we normally do have been flipped on its head. Yeah. So like saying hi to people, saying bye to people, like hugging, you, your hugging friends, friends, and like, all that kind of stuff. You're like bye, and like I had the awkwardness where I walked in and I was like, oh hi. Uh, social distancing. Oh okay. my God. Yeah. I want to <laughs> hug people and high five people so much. And I was just like, oh gosh. Okay. Well, Bluetooth. And you're just like, it's kind of sad. Right. But it's also, you take it for granted. Yeah. And I just can't wait till we're able to look back on hindsight in hindsight and say, wow, we learned so much from this. Yeah. So I hope this episode served you. Like Eddie said, this is your way of hitting the reply button. Please take two minutes to rate and review and say, this is my what in the world contribution, because what we want to do in some future episodes is actually have you guys record some voice recordings that we're going to play inside of the podcast. Yeah. And I would love to do an entire episode on what in the world. Let's Absolutely. do that. That'd I'm be, do that'd be we're so do fun. That. Okay. Be hilarious. Cool. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Push through. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. Hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review. You leave your handle and until next time push through